Professional, your weekly Libro podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number 10. Uh, I had uh, a pretty awesome week, an amazing weekend. Um, my wife and I, uh, this is awesome. It's always a good day when your wife's like, hey, let's just get out of here and do something fun. So uh, we uh, went on a little adventure down to the ocean. If you know anything, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know that uh, the ocean's kind of like our happy place. And uh, so she's like, let's just go. And so Drove down to Newport Pier, and uh, we love Newport Pier, uh, Newport Pier, Newport Beach. We we love that whole area down there. So we went down and we're walking the pier, and uh, just talking and and kind of digging into life and what's going on and walking on the pier. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, all these dolphins. I mean, just in different sections, but in kind of the same area in the ocean. They're all out in the ocean, and they're just kind of. Uh, uh, breaching above the water. And I, I told Patty, I looked at her, I said, I never want this to get old. I never wanted to get old to where you see dolphins in the wild swimming around and just being like, oh my gosh, that's so amazing. So we just sat there for a while and watched the dolphins and then uh, watched the surfers for a while. I don't know. It was just a, a really, really amazing time to just be together, to slow down. So one, I hope that you get opportunities to do that. I hope you found some time in the last week just to slow down a little bit. Life is going so fast. Did you know we're in February? Like January went that fast. It went so fast. So uh, I don't know. Friday was like, man, we just need to slow down a little bit. And so that was a great time. And I hope you get the opportunity to do the same thing. Uh, episode number 10, excited to go after it. Uh, this passage um, got me this week uh, based upon what we talked about in episode nine. And I thought, man, I think we need to go a little bit deeper into this. So first Peter five, seven says this, humble yourselves. Therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that uh, at the proper time, he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Casting all your anxieties on him because he, he cares for you. I've, I've tried to be as transparent as I can possibly be in this podcast, and, and I've mentioned different things about my life. I, I feel like I could keep doing these and still uh, unlock for everyone just the, the craziness that God's allowed me to go through and experience in this life. So, so many of these passages are pulling me back and allowing me to remind myself my story. Uh, so much of my story has just been up and, and to the left. And, and I'm just like, what is going on? You know, like, that's not what was supposed to to happen. But, you know, the recent story of, uh, and if you haven't listened, you can listen to that and to the introduction podcast into episode uh, or uh, season two. But uh, a part of the the last couple months of my life is, Getting diagnosed with cancer and then it miraculously being taken away. But during that period of time, uh, I had a moment with God. And I think um, I just don't feel bad about repeating things, repeating moments, especially for me in my life. Because I think uh, the reminding of us of, wait, maybe I don't have it all together, but I'm, I'm driving. So I think it was on December 22nd, um, driving down the highway. And 
I have this moment, and it's a pretty overwhelming moment. I was listening uh, to a podcast about you know a guy who had been through a lot, had been through a lot of tragedy, and talk about how he had kind of built that up inside. And if you don't have a release for that, if you have not dealt with the different tragedies that have happened in your life, that eventually it just comes crashing down. So for the last two and a half years, I've been in counseling trying to figure out what has been going on in my life. But to be honest, I just keep moving forward. I just keep jamming. I keep figuring. I I just, I'm a survivor. Like, I'm going to make it. I'll be okay. One of the things that was interesting with this doctor, as I was sitting with him uh, in October or uh, November and December, was he said, you know, this is triggered by stress. And I said, oh, I'm, I'm not stressed. I'm just not a person who gets stressed. And he goes, I'm sorry to tell you this, but you've been in deep amounts of stress for a long, long period of time. I was like, anybody who knows me doesn't look at me and go, that guy's stressed out. I just, I I seem to be pretty chill. I kind of laid back. I don't seem to get flustered too easy. But he's like, no, you've been in deep, deep stress for a long period of time. And that's what triggered this uh, disease. And I was so confused by that. And I was like, I don't, I just don't see that. I don't feel that. I don't know what he's talking about. And so finally on, in December, um, on the 22nd, uh, I, I kind of, all of it kind of comes to light. I start thinking about it and I finally get to this moment where I think the diagnosis, uh, some of the emotional pain, the tragedy of some of my past, it all kind of came crashing down. And I, I really just proclaimed to God a very, very simple statement, which was, I need help driving down the 210. And I just said, I need help. I really, really need help. And what I found in the weeks to come is that he heard that prayer and he came to me and he met me. And I think the, the thing for me today on the other side of that proclamation is it's an everyday decision of me coming to him and saying, I really do need help and really understanding who he is in the midst of me proclaiming that I need help. And that's why I love that he, that he says here, casting all your cares on him because he cares for you. Like he cares for you. He cares for me. And I had this like wonderful moment reading this passage this week going, oh my gosh, the God of the universe, he, he cares for me. And so I felt like after episode nine, uh, I got some really great feedback from some of you. Thank you. And I felt like, okay, maybe we're not done talking about this. Maybe we're not done talking about anxiety. Maybe we're not done talking about how hard it is because in chapter or in uh, episode nine in Matthew six, he's going, uh, don't worry. Like, it's not like a suggestion, you know, it's, he's saying, don't be anxious. It's, he's not going like, and here's a, a suggestion. He's saying, don't do it. And so it's like, well, that's nice, but what do I do with that? Like, how, how do I actually get to a place where I, I, maybe I, I, I don't get anxious or or whatever. And and I'll say the same thing here that I said in the last episode. For some of you, it's it's a medical thing. And I'm not saying that I understand all of that. I'm just trying to understand the Bible in the context of that. But uh, what it says here in uh, 1 Peter, um, and, and by the way, if you read through 1 Peter, 1 and 2 Peter, um, there is a lot 
going on in this period of church history. But he, what he's saying here is this. Uh, listen, it starts with humility. He says, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Humble yourselves. It starts with humility. And, and what I have found in myself and what I have found in so many others is that when there's really difficult things going on or you're really, if it's really hard at work or it's really hard in your family, um, that, that people have a tendency to become incredibly, incredibly uh, selfish. They become incredibly selfish. And, and so many people uh, during this period of time make life uh, all about them. You know, when they go through something stressful or difficult, uh, they tend to only think of themselves, right? They become self-obsessive. They, they become obsessive about the situation they find themselves in, and they become selfish sufferers. And what happens within that, any, any time when we're lacking humility is we become self-focused and it distracts us. Literally in that uh, passage in Matthew 6, in, in, in anxiety, it, it, it literally means to become distracted, is that there's a distraction that's happening around you and it's pulling your eyes away from the truth of what is really, really happening is what is really going on. And I think for so many people, like the reason why we're getting so overwhelmed, the reason why the, the things that we're going through in life it, it ha have become overwhelming is because we have become obsessed with them. And, and we've taken our eyes off of Christ and we've placed them on our circumstances or, and then we become like, we get into this, woe is me. My life is so hard. What was me? And so he starts off, Peter starts off this going, look, look you got to humble yourself. You know, maybe for you right now, like you, you've got to come to a place where you admit like, yeah, that's me. Like, that's what I've been doing. I, I've been, I've made it all about me. I've made it all about my job. I've made it all about myself. Like I've got to stop this and, and I've got to humble myself. He's like, listen, humble yourself before the Lord, humble yourself. And then he says this, when you come to this place, when you can finally humble yourself and go, God, this is about you and it's for your glory. He's going like this. You need to humble yourself. And then what you need to do next is cast your anxieties and other translations, cast your cares on him. You got to cast your cares on him. What's going on in this period in her church history, what's happening during the time when he is writing this letter is that there is an immense amount of of persecution, immense. And the people are freaking out. They're, they've been beaten up, they've been abused, and they're freaking out and they're losing their minds. And they're coming to Peter and they're going, listen, man, I signed up to follow Jesus, but this is too much. You know, the, the Jews and the Gentiles that, that he's writing to right now are, are under immense amount of persecution from Nero. Now, if you remember about Nero from, uh, from uh, history, uh, you'll know that he was not a good dude. I mean, this is a guy that is literally hanging Christians, hanging them in his garden, covering them in wax and setting them on fire. This is what's going on. And he is bringing this terror around all in Rome. He's bringing this terror and he's persecuting these Christians um, and he's going after it all in Rome. 
and, and, and everyone is going, he's coming after us. He's going to get us next. And, and they're really, really worried about it. Can you imagine this? Can you imagine what is happening during this pe- period of time? Can you imagine the, the table talk that's happening? Like these people are going, it's bad. It's really, really bad. Like he's, he's going to come and, and get us, right? And, and, so they're, and so Peter is understanding all of this, and he's trying to help the people to, to call down, to calm down. He's trying to go, listen, guys, it's so much bigger than this. It's so much bigger Right? And his advice to them is this. God cares for you. Get all those fears, all those worries that you're going through during this period of your life, during this time in, in history, right? He knows what you're going through and he cares for you. Cast your cares on him. And what he's saying to him is this, and this is crazy. And again, for where you're at right now, I want to tell you, this is what Peter's advising us. And we're to listen to it. God's got you. He cares for you. Relax. Relax. Right now, wherever you are, take a breath. I'm serious. Take a breath. I'm outside. You can hear the the wind. It's picking up. It's just pounding me right now. Right? Just listen. Take a minute right now and just take a breath and relax and reflect on the fact that God cares for you. Take it in. God's got you. God knows your now and he knows your future. He has specifically placed you in this time in history to handle uh, to handle what has been handed to you. And for some of you right now, what's been handed to you is really, really hard. It's really hard. And I'm so sorry. Please hear me say this. I'm not making light of of whatever you're going through. It's hard. For so many of you, you've gone through really hard times. Some of you have had a loss recently. Some of you, your marriages, you're just struggling so hard. Some of you, your jobs, you're just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know my future. I don't know. And some of you, like your dating life has been hard. Some of you are like, I want to date, but I can't seem to find anyone who really, truly understands me and gets me. Am I going to be single for the rest of my life? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Some of you, it might be legit persecution. I don't know, but here's all I, I know is that he cares for you. Like if for some of you, life's not that hard, right? Life's not that hard. Like it's great right now. Things are going awesome and, and you're excited and you're experiencing uh, wonderful freedom right now, right? The thing, uh, the thing that we can do, no matter if it's high or if it's low, the thing that we can depend on is that God cares for you. And maybe the, the your greatest struggle, which increases our anxiety is that you don't believe that. Maybe the thing that's causing the greatest amount of anxiety in your life right now is like me, you're trying to do it all on your own and you're not sure that he cares for you. So you're just gonna keep plugging away. You're gonna keep doing it your way and I'll figure it out and hopefully it'll change. Maybe the fact that you haven't stopped, you haven't paused to reflect that the God of the universe is with you and he cares for you is creating the greatest amount of anxiety for you. And this must be so hard. So release that. Confess it out loud. 
Maybe for you, one of the greatest things you could do right now is just confess that, God, I struggle with the fact that, that you really care for me and that you really see me. Just say it out loud to him and believe that he really does care for you. Maybe just start there. Maybe for so many of you, you just need to start there. And what can happen in that moment is that your, your suffering or your, your struggles can actually serve other people. Like you can actually be missional in your moments of doubt and worry, right? There's some vulnerability to going to people going, look, I don't have it all figured out and I'm really having a hard time, but there is something that I, that I, I really believe to my core. And I believe that he cares for me. And I believe that he sees me in this struggle, in this pain, in this worry, in this doubt that I am not alone. You don't have to do this alone. God's like, I got you. I got you and I care for you. And here's the other thing is that you have a community of people that we call Christians, the church that cares for you. And so, so many of you have insulated yourselves maybe from the local church. I would say re-engage that. God's got you and he's created people and he's put people in your life to help you through this as well. Because the byproduct of humble faith is a relaxed dependence on the one who is in control. So where do you need to humble yourself and ask for help? I'm telling you, I'm asking for help a lot right now. I need help. So do you. So may, may you continue, oh heavenly father, father, to meet us in our worry and pain so we can endure all that you have for us on this side of eternity. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own heart.